ट All of this of course to make this world a better place using technology. Tune in every week on htsmartcast.com and listen to the podcast. HT Smartcast is India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get straight to this week's episode. All right, welcome to the show. We love technology and um off late the buzzwords on a lot of different places on the internet has always been fintech. A lot of us enjoy uh these new age fintech solutions and um honestly it's become a highly competitive space as well. So we want to understand that space a little bit better. I'm very thrilled to be speaking with Anish from a wonderful little platform that you might know called Open. Bengaluru based Open is Asia's first neo banking platform for SMEs and startups and they serve more than I think 2.5 lakh SMEs and they process about 7 billion dollars in transactions annually. Anish Great to see you on the show. How are you? Doing good. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks, K, for having me on your show. It's exciting because the fintech space is one that I think I'm right in saying that it's highly competitive, especially right now more than ever. Am I right in saying that? Right. Yeah, you're right because today, like uh, all of us, uh, uh, even for everything, right from buying a coffee, starts using like a UPI app or a Paytm app or a Google Pay. So it's been a very competitive space, and it's also got really democratized now. All of us. Uh, in our daily life we have some kind of fintech service which we use fantastic i would love if you could talk me through this journey of open becoming you know the nation's 100th unicorn if i'm not mistaken the 100th unicorn am i right i've got that number right, right, right fantastic right. what what was that like i think for me personally uh, this was like a, a lot of excitement because um, if i could take a uh, you know little back a little back to my entrepreneurial journey i started In two thousand one, I'm a school dropout. So after I ran away from my your first startup was iFutures Wireless, if I'm not mistaken. iFutures Wireless. So right. I, you know, ran away from my home to do that, and for twenty years, it's a lot of uh, you know challenges, experiences, basically, and especially when we hit the unicorn milestone, it was personally, it was like, I mean, it was a little overwhelming. It was like excitement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, amazing. From going to from a mobile value add services. company like i futures wireless to now you know an amazing neo banking platform your focus however is on smes and startups which is okay. very intriguing for me uh, you know because that space is one that is um, let's just say complex right what you guys do is of course you enable businesses to run their finances effectively but you also offer things like apis for developers to integrate banking and payments into their business workflows i know that for our listeners that's a little bit of a mouthful 
Okay, so right. I want I want to break this down for them to kind of understand this a little bit better, Anish. And if you could help us, you know, with that a little bit. Sure, sure, I'll do that. So I'll just actually, you know, try to explain it in such a way that even a person like me, I, I consider myself as a layman in a lot of things, basically. <laughs> understand and I do believe like sometimes like jargons create a lot of this digital divide between uh, people or like to understand right some of them so uh, we as you as uh, so open is a platform primarily you know targeted at small businesses and SME so we started this platform four years back and the initial idea was that when I was working in the previous organization we used to deal with a lot of the small businesses everybody used to say that okay my business banking is broken for me I have a challenge with my banking systems but I always thought that banking in India is like all digital and it was all sorted. So I tried to understand what is that you're talking about. So then I realized that today, if you're a freelancer, uh, you have to use a separate invoicing software to send invoice to your client. Correct. You have to use an online payment gateway to collect online payments. Then uh, you have to use a separate accounting system to record your entries. All of this systems doesn't talk to each other, which means as an entrepreneur, you have to deal with your bank account, your invoicing softwares, your accounting softwares, your payroll. And that takes away a lot of your time. So that's when we thought like if we can offer all of the services integrated into your bank account, wherein you can raise invoices from your internet banking dashboard, where you can actually automatically pay your taxes gets calculated on your internet banking app. It can help a lot. It can add a lot of value to you as an entrepreneur so that you as an entrepreneur can focus on growing your business. So that is the initial thought process of building open, where we are building a digital bank with, by partnering with banks. So the license is from a partner bank, but we have brought in a lot of tools that could you can manage from the internet banking dashboard to automate your finance. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Sounds fascinating to say the least. Those are real problems that you are referring to, the ones that you just touched upon. You know, I, I can feel it as a like a freelancer, how they would relate, but also from an SME perspective or a startup, right? Like they're looking to do so much and there's time wasted on, oh, I'm sorry for the use of the word, but stupid tasks that can be automated. Right. It's not required right. for me to spend so much time. I can focus my time and energy on better places. Talk to me about the world of of managing, you know, banking and how you feel. Neo banking is like this new trend almost in the last few years. By the way, I also want to add a caveat that a lot of people who are listening and watching, again, might not know the difference between banking and neo banking. So could you break that down for us? Sure, sure. So uh, a neo bank is probably, uh, you know, a service offered by mostly a startup or a technology company, which is offering banking services without a banking license, which means like, you know, they would partner with a licensed bank to offer for these banking services. And I'll just take a simple example. For example, I, I started following neobanks uh, from 2014 in markets like US and Europe that always used to have like neobanks for consumers. So I used to always wonder like, why should somebody need a neobank for opening a savings account? So then I realized that they have some cool features. For example, a neobank like symbol in the US, they used to have this feature called shared accounts. So if you're actually a millennial staying in the flat, sharing your apartment with your flatmates, many times there's a big fight that is going on between like, okay, I spend on that, spend on that. That's the thing. So here you can create a shared account where you get two debit cards to manage that. Or they have this functionality called safe to spend. For example, ma majority of times our problems are after the half, 15th of the month, uh, we don't know where the money goes basically. So Tell me about it. I want to spend... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you can say that, okay, I want to say that 5,000 rupees. And the moment you are at a pub or a Starbucks, it will automatically sense that you're at a Starbucks and tell them, hey, dude, like you're at a Starbucks. So spend only that $1, don't go for that brownie, basically. So these are like smaller functionalities wherein which attracted the millennials rather than, and they, we also realized that today for millennials, you have Netflix for your OTT, you have a Starbucks. And for the banking, you don't want to bank with the same bank where your dad has a bank account with. Mm. So that's where like this neobank initially started gaining traction on the consumer side. And later, 
because of this earlier problems which you mentioned, it started happening on the business space as well. So to this for a layman, a neobank is basically a, a banking service provider which offers banking services without a license, in most often in partnership with a bank. Having said that, some of the neobanks are also launched by the banks itself. For example, in SBI, yeah. uh, they have launched Yono as a neobank as well. But majority of the neobanks doesn't have a license. They partner with the bank. Most people might have the, the question of, okay, this these neobanks do not have a traditional license. Is that something for me to kind of worry about when it comes to my money? Can you address that a little bit for us and, you know, from a safety angle? Because I know this is a highly regulated market by the RBI itself. Right. So if you really, really looked at uh, in the last five to six years, um, you know, uh, we have started using a lot of non-bank applications. The best example would be the likes of Google Pay or Phone Pay or for that matter, a Paytm, which often works in partnership with a bank. Because at the end of the day, in Google Pay also, there is a bank which your UPA handle is basically, right? The same, so for that, the regulator has come up with a lot of guidelines for the banks to partner with the service provider. So we go through a lot of regular audits, basically compliance procedures to actually, uh, you know, launch our services. And at the end of the day, the partner bank, for example, banks like, um, just to put in, in our cases, a bank like an ICIC or ES bank, they're like reputed banks, which also, uh, you know, they're, they, they also take care of the security aspects jointly as well. So today, I think we have a regulatory framework in, in place to protect the consumers and which is more, you know, which is the reason why, like, you know, today we don't have to worry too much about, like, you know, using some of this fintech service. I feel like, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, because, I mean, if you're looking at internet penetration uh, in India, it stands at about 47%, 34 million users added just between 2021, 2022. That is not numbers I'm making up that, you know, that's a, actually according to a report by Deloitte. And apparently we're, we're po poised to have 1 billion smartphone users by 2026. We already have... Uh, 1.2 billion mobile subscribers, right? And of that, 750 million are smartphone users. I feel like digital banking and more specifically neo banking could actually be that answer to India's financial inclusion goals. Would you agree with me on that? And if you do or don't, what were your reasons for the same? Right. I think uh, definitely. I would not. I would not say neo banking alone. I would say digital banking. Generally, it could be uh, even banks are also very big progressive, like the way uh, uh, and digital as a medium can be like a solution for financial inclusion, because earlier, like uh, the particular village where you don't have access to a bank branch now can actually download this application because on the it's available on the smartphone or the Android, basically. And also the the evolution of tools like Paytm and obviously supported by things like demonetization and the digitalization has actually evangelized people to, okay, now I need to have a digital bank account or I need to open a bank account kind of a things. Now, uh, solutions like neobanking have also been, will be instrumental in this because they come up with specific solution. For example, we didn't have a salary account for the blue collar workers earlier or somebody yeah. who's working in a smaller shop. Now there are neobanks which is focused on building that solution for that segment basically. So, which means like or traditionally if they, they were earlier getting cash uh, paid in cash now today they say okay, send it to my particular bank account which is offered by a neobanking provider. So definitely neobanking is instrumental but altogether banks and fintechs put together and digital banking is definitely solving away the challenges of financial inclusion because 10-15 years back we just had 80% of the population doesn't have access to banking service. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to kind of look at say for example what you feel the future could be for, uh, you know, this space of neobanking in the next five years. You've been in the industry for a long time doing various things, but where do you see, you know, us going in the immediate next five years? 
I think we will see more, uh, um, firstly, more and more the consumer behavior patterns. So more, more and more consumers actually looking at uh, non-banks for accessing, consuming various financial services more than ever. We had already seen that with the UPI, etc. Similarly, we'll also see more vertical niche-focused neobanks. For example, like the way we focused on SMEs and startups, there are like a neobanks which will be focused only on uh, you know, uh, a particular segment like freelancers. For example, in the US, there is a neobank which focused only on YouTube creators. Because many times the YouTube creators, they get paid and they also get brand endorsement uh, as an influencer. But if they want to take a loan, because since they may not have a regular earning pattern, banks may not give a loan basically. But they say, okay, connect your YouTube account or Instagram account and based on that, I can give a credit card. So you'll see a more segment focused neobanks, like focused on teenagers, focused on uh, freelancers, uh, etc. coming up. And this will also lead to more innovative solutions. For example, in case of a neobank like Open, today we say restaurants that connect your Zomato or Zugi account, I can, I, and rather than waiting for seven days for the settlement from the restaurants, I can do an early settlement. So a lot of this, this can lead to a lot of new innovations. Uh, this is called revenue-based financing, most from a jargon perspective. But these are the type of trends that is actually shaping up. So banks will have more data to, or neobanks will have more data to create more uh, lending, underwrite the customer for products like lending, uh, etc. So this is what the way in which the neobank industry will shape up, basically. Fantastic. This has been a really cool chat. I think you made it so easy for us to kind of understand. And I've, you know, I, I was kind of like fascinated almost while listening to you. Uh, but more than anything else, you know, with what you guys do, I, I wish you all the very best. I feel it's a brand new chapter, you know, in, in banking solution. Not really, I think people take for granted, you know, banking solutions. There. And I, you know, I do feel that banking need not be so tedious. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be so tough and like, it should be easy. I, I feel like it's a brand new chapter, especially for fintech industries. And Anish, thank you for taking out the time or your busy schedule to chat with us and to help our listeners kind of understand that space a little bit more. On a parting note, uh, is there anything at all that you would like to say from the team at Open to everybody listening in? I think uh, today we are at a space and a place where like, you know, if you have a dream to start something, there is a lot of opportunities, whether you are an SME, whether you are a startup. So we want more entrepreneurs and it has never been a better time to start off so get started and go chase your dreams is what i wanted to actually tell all the fellow aspiring entrepreneurs on the show fantastic thank you so much it's been awesome chatting with you and i wish you all the very best thank you anish thanks a lot thanks Kay, for having me on the show thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to this little episode of tech for change you can find me your host k on uh, instagram i'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with k that is off air with k-a-y i'm going to be back next week for another episode of tech for change and if you'd like to give us feedback well you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate hd smartcast on multiple platforms we're present on facebook twitter instagram youtube linkedin and clubhouse now to listen to more podcasts make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com i'll see you soon take care this was a radio on production brought to you by ht smartcast ht smartcast